This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome. It was billed as the most important event in the U.S. presidential race, at least so far. Who do you think emerged as the winner? Here are some highlights to refresh your memory. When she releases her 33,000 emails that have been deleted, as soon as she releases them, I will release, I will release my tax returns. He has really started his political activity based on this racist lie that our first black president was not an American citizen. Rosie O'Donnell, I said very tough things to her, and I think everybody would agree that she deserves it and nobody feels sorry for her. Go to her website. She tells you how to fight ISIS on her website. I don't think General Douglas MacArthur would like that right, too the much. Next, the next, At least I have a plan to fight ISIS. No, no, you're telling the enemy everything you want to do. No, no wonder you've been fighting ISIS your Folks. entire adult life. Folks, well, that, that's me, a, that's, let, go to the, please, the fact checkers, get okay. to work. Well, most pundits and odds, odds makers seem to agree that Hillary won though Trump got the most social media mentions. Even Fox News, here's what they said, and I'm quoting, neither achieved what they might have hoped, but Hillary, aided and abetted by Lester Holt, the moderator, came out ahead. So as we said, we want to hear what you think. The number's to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740, Meanwhile, let's turn to our own expert observers. We've got Mike Van Solen from Navigator, which is a leading strategy and public communications firm, and Anthony L. Fisher, who is a journalist and associate editor at Reason.com, a U.S. political website with a libertarian bent. Gentlemen, welcome. Thanks. Okay, let's... Let's let's start. Uh, let's start in New York. Anthony Fisher, who do you think won the debate? Uh, I mean, as far as anyone can win a debate, I think Hillary Clinton clearly won just by not being Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump never appeared to have any firm grasp of any of the issues put forth and just seemed to be retreating into the tactics that served him very well in the innumerable Republican debates. Um, where, uh, but, but he was playing for a different audience. You know, that was, he was playing for a Republican audience there that uh, was very much in a populist outsider year. So, you know, people like Jeb Bush and Marco Rubio never stood a chance arguing on substance uh, against Donald Trump, who could just, you know, throw off these little crazy one-line zingers. Uh, Hillary Clinton, I did think, won because, uh, because of that. But the thing is... Hillary Clinton won because, I mean, Hillary, many of Hillary Clinton's ideas are just boilerplate. You know, her foreign policy, uh, particularly her, her um, stance on ISIS, was to take out their leader, um, bomb them more, and arm more Arab allies. That's pretty much been how we fought al-Qaeda for 15 years. 
and taking out Osama bin Laden didn't exactly but, weaken them. You know, so it was, it was more of the same from her. But, you know, I think just by default, she won. Okay. Uh, Mike, what's your take? You know, this is a this is an election that's defied uh, sort of conventional rules all along. Uh, I think, without a doubt, Hillary won the election. Uh, Trump lost it, but the, the election funny, or the, the debate? Sorry, the debate. Yeah. The, the the funny piece about this is we may see Trump go up in the polls, um, and that's just sort of the way that this uh, this whole uh, election process has defied the rules. Uh, Trump, you know, he, he just didn't pass some of the basic tests. You know, he had the commander in chief test. He started out great for the first 30 minutes. Uh, I thought he looked more composed and uh, less hairy than he has in the past. Uh, but, you know, he quickly, uh, you know, he, he also showed that he's thin-skinned. And uh, when Hillary threw some specific charges at him, uh, that he, he took the bait every time and, uh, you know, talked over her and continued to, to offer sort of the the hot air and half-truths that he has throughout this election. Uh, Hillary did well. I, I agree she, uh, you know, she's in a tough spot. Uh, she's trying to be a change candidate, but clearly uh, isn't a change candidate, offering a lot of the same platitudes that have been offered for to uh, Americans for a long time. And for all those people who don't feel like they're doing well in the United States today, um, they probably didn't hear uh, anything new there that uh, that felt different to them in a meaningful way. Um, and I really think, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming days. Uh, but, you know, how many people tuned in for the whole debate? Because I thought the first 30 minutes, Trump uh, had a lot of energy. Uh, he was a little more restrained uh, in his comments. And uh, so I think it'll be interesting how it plays out uh, by, by normal, his, his normal metrics. Uh, Hillary, Hillary wins, but uh, I don't know if the normal metrics uh, will necessarily translate into voter sentiment the way it might otherwise. It, it, it's interesting that, uh, you know, he can control his natural tendencies to, to, to get upset, to get excited for about 30 minutes. Um, He did score some zingers, and uh, one issue that certainly affects us here in Canada, uh, trade. Anthony, uh, do you think he scored points with what he said about uh, the TPP, Trans-Pacific Partnership, and uh, the fact that that Hillary supported it at first? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, there is... Uh, I mean, there's definitely a, a, a contingent in the United States uh, who feel that they've been left behind be, right, because of uh, the economy's changes over the past 20 years. Uh, but I, but I don't know if that's going to motivate them because Hillary Clinton seemed to be pretty hostile to the concept of free trade between nations as well. It seemed like both of them were taking attack that uh, NAFTA was bad, uh, and and that government and only government can be the, mo- the the accelerator of job creation. So I don't know exactly that that's going to win him. I, I don't think of all the things that were said yesterday. I don't think that's going to uh, make him go up or down in the polls. Uh, what about uh, Mike? Uh- I thought she got a really good zinger out when when she was on him about not uh, releasing his tax returns. Do people care about that, you think, Mike? You know, I, I think they do. I think it's a vulnerability for him. And 
Um, even if it's not in substance, uh, I think in the way he responds, he, he's so defensive and uh, and uh, virtually, you know, suggesting he didn't pay, he hasn't paid any taxes was an easy inference to take from the comments he made. Um, I think it is a problem. It's a, it's a well-established uh, precedent uh, of uh, of candidates for president. Uh, you know, 40 years long, as as was pointed out, and uh, and he's defying that. So uh, it speaks to character and. I think you know for those undecided who were so critical last night, um, and that's a miss for him. And uh, he tries to talk his way around it, but th- there's a very simple uh, way that this is handled by presidential candidates. You share your tax returns, and uh, and he- he's uh, clearly uh, avoiding that. Yeah, there was a point, I'm just trying to remember the exact reference, where he made some snide remarks. She referred to him taking advantage of the bankruptcy laws, and he's saying, well, that's business, and, and if he didn't pay tax because he's smart. Uh, what do you think of that? Uh, you know, I you know this is this is where I talk about a conventional uh, election and process, and this one. Uh, normally, that would be devastating. If you if you just think back four years ago, if Mitt Romney had done this, you know, we would have said, uh, you know, game over. Uh, but uh, but uh, you know, he says these crazy things, and they and they certainly aren't from the playbook of uh, the typical playbook of how you get elected president, but. Uh, you know, he's the tough Teflon Don. Nothing seems to stick to him. So I think we have to see how it plays out uh, in the coming days. But by, by any measure, it's a mistake, and it's not the sort of uh, honesty, and it's not the, the character that uh, people would you would expect people are looking for in a president. Uh, you guys are experts in this. Um, how long does it take to shake out? Because it's one thing when you're watching it, and then the spin seems to be more Mm -hmm. important than what actually took place. And again, all the spin is that Hillary won, or most of the spin is. Is that, uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, yeah, it is interesting. I mean, the, the mainstream media you know, seems to have largely sort of uh, come to an agreement that uh, that she won. Um, but there'll be little, you know, this has to play out in time. Uh, there'll be the little sound bites. Which ones have uh, are still resonating a week from now? Um, the uh, will, will be important. Uh, how much? How many people actually watched it? Uh, will be another question. And the point I made earlier, I think. The first 30 minutes were quite a bit different than the balance of the debate where we sort of saw the the more unhinged version of Mr. Trump. Um, but will that matter? You know, uh, we've, we've also talked about the enthusiasm gap in this, this election. So, you know, well, Trump is, is, is not as behind in the polls as he was, uh, you know, what can be said about the people who are supporting him is they're enthusiastic for him. And, and Hillary, uh, for, for all she's offered, she's not inspiring. And whether this, well, solid performance, uh, well, this was a solid performance, whether this sort of brings those undecided, if this is what they were looking for, um, I think uh, remains to be seen. Anthony? I- I, I think that this election is kind of like the movie Memento in that there's, it's all based on short-term memory and that this first debate will be nothing but a memory when uh, Election Day rolls around in November. I think that whatever happens probably in the 10 days preceding Election Day will have way more to do with who wins this election than what happened last night. And I think that uh, uh, your, other, your other caller, I'm sorry, I forget your name, 
uh, Mike is absolutely right that there's right there's, 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 there is an absolute enthusiasm gap, and uh, even even more consequential, I think, at least for Hillary Clinton than the uh, than the undecideds or people who've committed to voting for a third party candidate uh, is the the Rust Belt Democrats, uh, people in West Virginia and Pennsylvania uh, who are frustrated. They they may have been lifelong union members who have just reflexively voted Democrat. But they see Donald Trump and they see this guy who, quote, unquote, tells it like it is in uh, in their perception. I think that's a much bigger problem than uh, than people being swayed by the substance of any particular debate. Uh, the 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 wisdom of uh, people who break this down in terms of uh, voters is, is that uh, Trump has a problem with African-Americans and with other minorities. How do you think the debate uh, played into that? Do you think that confirmed their their wariness of him and, and confirmed that Hillary would be their person or the opposite? I think that, I'm, I'm sorry, I assume that was directed to me. Uh, the, 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 the portion on race last night, particularly the stuff about stop and frisk, I think completely confirmed those fears about a Trump presidency. Uh, Trump was describing uh, people that that are the, you know he, as he does he referred to them as bad guys these are bad people uh, and uh, specifically referring to stop and frisk as practiced in New York City his hometown my hometown uh, he he seemed to be insisting that it wasn't ruled unconstitutional now maybe the Supreme Court the, the case didn't get to the Supreme Court but the way it was being practiced in New York for more than a decade was based on generalized suspicion and disproportionately against uh, minority groups. And it was stopped by a federal judge because uh, the Fourth Amendment forbids uh, generalized suspicion. You have to have a reason for stopping and frisking someone. If that's the case, that part of it is constitutional. So I think any minorities that were paying attention to that particular uh, portion of the debate and heard Donald Trump referring to people who had been (laughs) stopped, frisked, and hassled by police repeatedly for no reason as bad dudes, uh, I think that'll confirm what they what they fear about Donald Trump. Uh, I, I I don't think he could have done worse uh, for for a question that he could have anticipated or should have anticipated that he could have answered it more poorly. Uh, no empathy, uh, no attempt to uh, to, to uh, empathize with the, the position uh, of African Americans, other minority groups, uh, going straight to law and order, and then uh, a stop and frisk. Uh, a horrible answer by him. Okay, uh, guys, hang on. Let's take a couple of calls here. We've got Elizabeth in Scarborough. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi there. First of all, I don't think, um, well, I gather that Hillary won about 52%, I saw somewhere on one of the newspapers. However, I don't think winner or loser. One thing that I wanted to mention is that she, um, I remember when um, when he, she accused Trump of obviously saying that President Obama is not American. That's been going on and on. But I understand that when she was um, running against um, Obama for the president's um, thing, that she also accused him that he that's, was not American. That's what Trump is saying. Um, I, I don't think that's, that's uh, true, guys. It's not true at all, but there is, some, there is a caveat there. Hillary Clinton never once said anything of the kind, nor did any of her uh, surrogates say it directly, though there is uh, some reasonable reporting from, and Trump mentioned it kind of you know, flailingly last night, making very little sense, but a McClatchy journalist did say that uh, longtime senior Hillary Clinton advisor Sidney Blumenthal had been trying to spread that story around 
Uh, and Sid Blumenthal has been known to spread stories around uh, to disparage people and help the Clintons. Uh, Christopher Hitchens famously uh, testified before Congress that Sid Blumenthal had told him that Monica Lewinsky was a stalker and uh, that he had been trying to plant that in the, in the minds of journalists. So it's a complicated thing, but really it, is, it, is, it remains outrageous to, to put the full birther weight on Hillary Clinton, even if uh, that... one of her... Go ahead. Yeah, and, I and know and I accept you, that he yeah. is American, but it's just that, you know, when you accuse somebody of something, if she did, then, you know, hey, what are you doing? Make up your mind, you know. Okay, thank you. Okay, thanks, Elizabeth. Right. Okay, uh, uh, we'll take one more call before the break. We've got Giovanni in Brampton. Hi, Giovanni. Uh, yes, good afternoon in a beautiful weather in southern Ontario. And the presidential election last night, I think it was a boring. <laughs> and I was, a, I was inspired by a lot of leaders. I'm going to start with uh, J.P. Perton, uh, John F. Kennedy, and uh, Mr. Elliot Trudeau, and going on and on, a few more. But I say that one thing, that we need a law and order, a discipline that I had on for Mr. Uh, Trump. And one more thing, let's... Uh, say this, that America has 360 million people. Let's not concentrate on just a few culture, because that doesn't mean nothing. And the whole thing is that we have a leaders that we see in the end of November, or wherever when the presidential election is done, and we hope for that, and the best for each one of them. Okay. Okay, Giovanni, thanks for that. Um, Okay, Uh, we are going to take a quick break now, and we will be back with Mike Van Solen and Anthony Fisher, and uh, we'll have more on uh, the debate uh, that is very important for us here in Canada as well. The numbers to call before we go to break, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-744-740, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. We are talking about the U.S. presidential debate and what the fallout from that is going to be. Uh, we've been asking you who you think won the debate. Uh, we are wondering how much effect this is going to have on on how people vote. The numbers 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And uh, I am talking to Mike Van Solen of Navigator, a leading strategy and public communications firm, and Anthony L. Fisher with Reason.com in New York. And uh, I'm wondering about the overall impression. Do you think uh, that it left an overall impression that Trump is a bit of a hothead and maybe it's dangerous to have that temperament in the White House? Guys? I, I think, I, I think, mean, yeah. I th- go ahead, Anthony. No, thank you. <laughs> I, I think that it absolutely left that impression, but I think that that impression's pretty much been laid bare for the better part of a year, and uh, if anything, it seems to help him. It's, there's a real perverse thing going on uh, in this particular electoral cycle where the more Trump seems like he is completely out of the, the you know, beyond the pale of uh, 
respectable politics, it makes him stronger. Yeah. I, I I think he fumbled that question. Uh, once again, that was a question he should have anticipated. Uh, it's not even clear to me that he, he really understood sort of what first use meant uh, in the way the, the nuclear question was framed. Um, so, uh, so he did poorly. I think the real question for us, and we're, we're all trying to figure this uh, figure this out. We figured, uh, you know, even when when. Trump's journey began is where's his feeling? Um, I think for those people who were looking for him to sort of answer the commander in chief question, uh, they and they had doubts about him. You know, he did nothing to reassure them. Um, but as Anthony points out, uh, he, he sort of his his approach seems to have appeal. But I think the question will be, and we'll find out in the coming weeks for sure. Uh, where's the ceiling of that appeal? Like, how many people will? Uh, Will 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 support Trump uh, in the face of uh, in in the face of you know what people would see as sort of conventional logic of what we're looking for in a president. Um, yeah, and um, again, um, how do you think this will uh, play out in terms of of changing minds? Is it going to be what we what we thought beforehand it would be? You know, you're you're asking us asking me to look into the crystal ball. I I, I feel, you know, maybe this is sort of my appeal to to you know fair and reasonable Americans, but uh, you know, I feel that Hillary will get a bit of a bump out of this. Um, uh, if I had to guess, and uh, Trump has made me uh, has made, proven me wrong uh, several times already, so you know it's worth what you're paying for this. Uh, but uh, but uh, but I feel like Hillary will get a little bit of a bump for this, uh, but there's two more debates to go. Uh, there's quite a bit of time, and I think Anthony's quite right that uh, I think the, the last 10 days will be critical, and this group, of, I'm not convinced that this group of undecided is going to sh- shrink uh, measurably until uh, close to Election Day. Okay, uh, let's take a call from Ralph in North York. Hi, Ralph. Oh, good afternoon. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll go a little bit off the, the topics. Uh, we shouldn't worry about too much what's happening in the United States. Like the gentleman before said, that the United States have 360 million. It's not correct. It's 335 million people. Uh, what it's I like a lot of people. States, <laughs> what I like about the state is that is democracy at work. Uh, a question: When we go to vote in here for the prime minister, for the federal election or the provincial election, do we see on the ballot the name of, let's say, Kathleen Wynne or Justin Trudeau? I didn't see it. So, because the leader of the party becomes, because the leader of the party becomes uh, prime minister or premier of Ontario or premier of any province, I don't think this democracy at work. Oh, you're talking about our system. Yeah, yeah. So maybe the Americans could be what they are, but they have a very democratic system. Well, it's some, the president, some... it's the president of all the people in America. Kathleen Wynne is not my prime premier because I didn't vote for her. I didn't see the name of the ballot, the name on the ballot. Well, people are talking about um, electoral reform here, and, uh, mm, and there are lots of complaints in the states with that uh, kind of ancient electoral college system. Ralph, uh, thanks for your call. And uh, we're just about out of time, uh, so I'll just uh, let Mike and Anthony just a uh, quick wrap-up, please. Sure. I, mean, I think, I, I think I, sorry again, Mike. <laughs> go, go ahead, Anthony. Go ahead. 
Oh, uh, you know, I, I think what we do have, for, for anybody who's, who's interested in politics, what we do have is a really fascinating uh, final several weeks uh, to play out for this this campaign. Uh, it, it's it's a historic race, and, and, you know, that gets lost a little bit. I mean, we do have the first woman candidate of a major party, and uh, and uh, we have the first reality TV star as the as the candidate for a major party. Uh, the uh, I, I haven't seen what the final ratings were. I know they were anticipated to be quite large. Um, so if there's a silver lining and this pulls people into into uh, the democratic process and gets them thinking about policy and, and ideas, uh, you know that that's a great thing. And then for people who just are armchair, uh, you know, political fans, uh, it's going to be a fascinating uh, fascinating coming weeks, and we'll uh, we all get to see what happens. Okay, Anthony. I think that no matter what happens, uh, whoever wins the election, both uh, Democratic and Republican parties are forever changed. Uh, the, the mainstream coalition of uh, evangelical Christians, free market uh, conservatives and libertarians that once made up uh, the big tent, quote-unquote, of the Republican Party is no more. It was eviscerated by Donald Trump. And whatever happens, uh, whether Trump wins or loses, the, the party will be completely changed. And if Hillary Clinton uh, somehow doesn't win this, I think the Democratic Party will be completely changed. I mean, it's, it's worth remembering that Bernie Sanders was a little-known uh, socialist senator from Vermont, and he gave her a hell of a run for her money, even though she was Secretary of State, First Lady, and nobody had better recog- name recognition. So both parties have, uh, have really uh, had a real uh, facelift after this uh, campaign, and I think that they will. I think that'll last uh, after this election. Okay. Thank you both so much. Thanks, Libby. My oh, pleasure. Okay. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.